Hey everyone, it's Ali Corman Ed Carson with a look at the market for Tuesday, October 24th, where we saw a lot of attention on these tech companies with earnings due, and we are in the early stages of a rally attempted. Yeah, very early stages. Want to take a look at a few stocks that did pretty well today. A couple stocks that did pretty well today, and one that really did not. International Seaways and General Electric, and then on the downside, Fair Isaac. Okay, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes, starting with the NASDAQ up nine tenths of a percent today. The Russell also up nine tenths of a percent. The SP up seven tenths of a percent. And the Dow up six tenths of a percent. So we know that the indexes were getting to these oversold levels that we could expect some sort of a bounce here. But it's hard for traders to really do anything with that. Uh, in a reasonable measured approach uh, like we like to do here at IBD without a follow through day, which we don't have yet. But it looks like the NASDAQ here is trying to find a bottom, at least temporarily. Yeah, so this is day two of a rally attempt for the NASDAQ still, and this is the better looking one, and it's still well below the 21 day, still below the 50 day line. Got a lot of earnings and that could whipsaw the market or send the markets flying or diving. So yeah, a lot of reasons just to be wait. We got to wait for a lot more strength than this. So nice to see it bounce. Uh, need to see a lot more uh, in the other indexes uh, just getting started today. Right. So we can take a look at the S&P here, getting back above the 200 day line. So like you said, uh, getting started after finding some support at 4,200, which, which also coincides with that breakout area that we saw for the S&P 500 earlier this year. Looking at the Dow, it's been damaged trying to get back above 33,000. That's its round number that we're working with at the moment, but still well below all of its moving averages there, Ed, and the Russell 2000. We know small caps have been severely damaged. So this is trying to make a turn. It's not It's not very meaningful as of yet, but it it did stop the bleeding today here, at least. Yeah, and it's just it's off a 52-week low. So obviously, you say not a whole lot going well with this, this index. Okay, but who knows? Maybe maybe we'll get a, a bounce here. Will we roll over? That's also in the cards too. But what's really going to be one of the big determining factors here is how net-net things shake out with what is a very big earnings week this week. Tonight, we now have results out from Google Parent Alphabet as well as Microsoft. And Ed, why don't we go ahead and uh, take a look at those stocks since it's such a big earnings week. Here's a look at Microsoft. It looks like the initial reaction here is positive. Uh, we don't have the calls yet. We don't have the guidance yet. Uh, you know, those details from management. But again, the initial reaction to the results up 5.4% here. So it looks like if this holds, Ed, the stock would be trading around 348. And we had been keeping tabs on that 340 peak from mid-September as a level to watch. Yeah. And so if it does that, then you're talking about, and if the market is sort of gaining some steam tomorrow, it's almost like then you can start thinking about if you're, if you're a really aggressive trader on something like that. Uh, they beat views. Uh, cloud computing was strong. But as you say, all the guidance is so important, especially what are they going to say about AI and when they're going to make money off of that. Mm -hmm. And let's also take a look at Google uh, not having a good reaction here, down almost 6%. But this chart looking uh, good heading into the report. If this move down uh, happens to continue in tomorrow's regular session, that would be 
undoing some of the progress it had made as of late, although uh, perhaps Again, if that uh, same same kind of move holds, it would be above this low here from late September. But we'll have to see if that area can provide some support for the stock. But again, the guidance uh, and the, the color from the executive team uh, going to probably be important here, too, for Google. What do you think, Ed? Yeah, I think so. They did beat views. Uh, it looks like they missed on cloud revenue slightly. Uh and I'm sure, yeah, the AI commentary they'll have to say is, is something. It, it didn't have really a great buy area right here. I mean, it's been acting right. very well, but it's so it wouldn't be the worst thing of a pause. But uh, yeah, that's not a great, mm -hmm. great reaction so far. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could consider that uh, 140 level to the upside, uh, a prior resistance level. If you squint a little bit, maybe <laughs> it had some sort of like ascending base uh, type action there, but not that was identified by pattern recognition. So yeah, let's have to, uh, let's see if this pause shakes out. Okay, so that's a look at those two uh, stocks. We also want to take a look at a market breadth today. So now that we have uh, a look at these two key earnings reports and more to come as the week continues to unfold, let's take a look at the NASDAQ 100 uh, versus its equal weighted counterpart. So here's QQQ up uh, almost 1% today, QQEW. So it looks like uh, how how is this looking to you, Ed, in terms of breadth? Well, that's the thing. And this is not even the tiniest company. It's the hundred hundred biggest, you know. So, but it's still below the two hundred day line. So that shows you that uh, while the Nasdaq one hundred never got to the two hundred day line, not even got close, this mm -hmm. is still fighting below there. So again. When we look at the NASDAQ and say it needs to do a lot more, it looks so much better than everything else. I know we've said that again and again, but like this is the best part of the market and it just doesn't look that good yet. Yeah. Let's take a look at the 10 year Treasury yield. We know it backed off quite a bit yesterday, but still remains at these very elevated levels, Ed. Yeah, and uh, but it's held flat. Honestly, if we could just be steady, and I go steady for a while, that would probably be enough. We're not going back to 1%, I can assure you of that. Uh, but just holding steady would probably be, you know, that would be something the market that could digest. Okay. And now let's take a look at some of the sector action today. Energy continuing to go on a roller coaster ride here, uh, this back and forth action. So this week, starting to pull back even more down 1.4% today uh, with the price of oil also coming in. We know uh, energy sector very tied to what the price of oil is doing. Let's take a look at XLC. We know some of the big tech names are in this one bouncing off of these uh, sort of converging moving averages here, outpacing the broad market by a little bit. What about chips? Well, here's SMH also outpacing the broad market gains up about 1.2%, but coming off of a recent low area in this sideways to down kind of move here, Ed, still some moving averages it needs to get back above, but uh, maybe an oversold bounce here as well. And IGV, this is the tech software ETF also trying to bounce today uh, up about nine tenths of a percent with uh, two days up now in a row. So there's a look at some of the sectors. Let's now take a look at some stocks to watch. Here's INSW. This was today's stock of the day, Ed. Yeah, that made a nice uh, close by the end. So that was right around uh, what now will be, I think, the handle. Okay, this is a huge cup with handle, but the handle is large enough to be its own base. And that handle has, that that inner that base has its own handle now. Uh, so 
that is a, definitely a potential area for the going this this sort of transportation area of oil is shipped by by ship is a leading group. There's a lot of stocks in this area that are doing well. You can see the volume spike today. There was a volume spike a few weeks ago. The volume has been on the upside lately. Uh, an AD rating sort of goes along with that. Strong growth in this field. Uh, certainly this year, next year may be different. Again, a lot of it's tied to supply and demand. So I imagine those will shift around. RS line doing very well. May not be at a 2023 high, but a, certainly above the last several months. So however you want to look at it. So it's this is all acting uh, quite well right now. Right. Above the high of the start of the handle. I know, Ed, back in the day, that was that was one uh, trick you taught me there. Look at uh, <laughs> look at where it is uh, versus the, the handle there. So it has that going for it and uh, and some strong fundamentals here, perhaps a slowdown projected in the future. But it is interesting with all of the different areas within oil and gas, how you can see the leadership rotate. Yeah, and this is when a lot of them are, are going to be very closely tied to oil prices, some less than others. And this one is less. And I wish I were more familiar with how does the price of oil you know, affect this? Obviously, if oil went to 10, I don't think anybody would be too excited about this stock. Uh, but it's uh, it's different from some other names because this is acting very well in a day when, as you, as you, you know, alluded to, a lot of energy stocks struggled. Mm -hmm. And we do have earnings coming up in two weeks, so we'll we'll have to see if this does uh, truly become actionable. Is that going to give traders enough time to build a cushion ahead of the earnings report? We will just have to see. And next on the list, let's take a look at GE. This is General Electric, an RS line blue dot. I know before when we've looked at this stock, we all commented on how us strong, steady uptrend that it's had for the bulk of the year. But it kind of got to a point, Ed, where we wanted to see it form a base. We wanted to see it take a break. And maybe it's uh, doing that now. And that could set it up for another move higher. What do you think? I agree. And it didn't form a base until the market said uh, it needed to consolidate. And so you can see that our S line didn't budge at all, really, during that consolidation period. Uh, and now it's bouncing back. It's already at a blue dot. <laughs> doesn't take much to be a blue dot, you know. And so it's above the 50-day line. I think in a better market, I think this would have been a pretty clear buying opportunity. Didn't have to buy it here, but it's a, certainly a, it's a buying opportunity. The revenue growth is accelerating. Uh, it's really strong in the aerospace side, which GE is planning to become sort of a pure play uh, by Q2 2024. Uh, strong earnings. It was just strong performance. Look at those numbers. Those are really big growth numbers that are looking on the estimates as well. I mean, that's 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 growth numbers kind of things. And uh, mm -hmm. so you have to appreciate this is not just a slow pokey. Oh, it's an old industrial. It'll do, you know, kind of thing. Uh, it's really doing well here. Uh, so nice action. The only thing is the market. That's the one thing. It's, it's not saying you, you can still try to play that uh, with the earnings risk out of the way, but it's still definitely something to be keeping in mind. Mm -hmm. So it seems like, Ed, the next thing for investors who want to wait for more strength in the market, if we if we do get that in the coming days, we don't know, of course, what's going to happen. But if this stock can continue to hold up here, what do you want to see? Do you think if it broke out later this week, would that start to feel extended for this stock? Or if the market's strong enough, 
is it going to be okay to buy breakouts? Yeah, if it was the market picked up steam, I think you could still do it because it's really not that far. I mean, it's actually like one and a half percent above the 50 day line now. If it got to the buy point, it would only be like four or five percent. It wouldn't be like this crazy. It may look like it because this flat base is so small. Uh, so it wouldn't be the worst thing if it came up to it and paused for a moment or two. But yeah, if the market's strong and it, and it broke out, I think that would still be buyable in that situation. Okay, last on the list, let's take a look at FICO. The score here got dinged a little bit. Uh, it's still at 860, but just kidding. That's a that's a different kind of <laughs> score there. But uh, down 7% today, Ed, in some big volume. And this is not a stock that had earnings, but is moving in tandem with a competitor that reported disappointing earnings or or at least the reaction was a, a disappointing reaction. So FICO moving down in sympathy. Yeah, and I, I brought this up in part because this, okay, this is a long-term leader. It has a steady performance. You can see how steady that has been rising for the last several months, the last several weeks. And, you know, it's like it going on. The earnings growth is solid. This is one, okay, this is one you can feel safe in. But the thing is, in earnings season, you just don't know. You you know, you may say, I've got a few weeks until this comes up, but you have to know with your positions, are there stocks that are rivals or suppliers or customers? Is that going to affect? And, you know, you know, TransUnion is the culprit here, and TRU has not been doing as well as Fair Isaac and even before, but boy, did it sell off today. Uh, and so, if I, you know, FICO could still come back. I mean, look, if it bounces back or if it has strong earnings, you could say, well, that was TransUnion. Fair, Fair Isaac is fine. So I'm not saying it's finished, but it's just something you just have to be aware of. You yeah. know, if you're going to put your money into something, this is the time of year, especially this week or two, when all of these first in the first in the sector kind of companies, uh, you just have to be aware of it. And that, it's just disappointing. Maybe this comes back. But if you bought on the breakout, you know, that'd be mm -hmm. really tough to deal with. Yeah, definitely triggering a sell signal there. Let's just uh, quickly check back in on Microsoft, uh, now up about 4%, and Google down almost 6%. And I know, Ed, you are going to be keeping a close watch on these two stocks, and we have uh, the latest coverage uh, on investors.com, so folks can check that out for the breakdown of the results and the comments on these. Uh, earnings reports. So we have that at investors.com. And thank you, Ed. Thanks also everyone for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IABD Live. And we hope you join us investors.com slash IABD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close.